Gonzaga Nation SI with another member of one of the best student sections in all of college basketball, the Kennel Club. Today's guest, a junior from the Phoenix area, Scottsdale, Arizona, Jason Siegel. Jason, thanks for joining. How is life preparing for the last home game of the year? Hey, it's bittersweet. It's bittersweet. We've had a great year so far. The Kennels just had more in than ever, but um, with this last game, we already got kids tetting out for it uh, two days in advance. You can tell our student uh, population is ready to go and fired up for the last game of the year. Uh, sad, though, last time in the Kennel for the year, uh, unless we do some sort of a game watch coming up. Uh, yeah, it, it is bittersweet. It was nice to get back in there after the long year of COVID, uh, and it seemed like it went by really fast, but it's been a hell of a year. We've had a number of different guests that have had different roles within kind of the leadership of the Kennel Club. Uh, you've got a unique one, and, and I'm sure with the title that you have as Tent City Coordinator, you've had to get creative this year because of, uh, you know, ever-changing deadlines and restrictions. Tell us a little bit about in a typical year and then in a, in a year like this, what those responsibilities entail. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So Tent City Coordinator, it is a role where you have a lot of responsibility. Um, it, uh, 10 cities, one of, if not the biggest events the kennel club puts on throughout the year, uh, in past years, we've had anywhere between two to four, depending on how the schedule works out and timing. We were planning on having four this year, but, uh, COVID ended up having to, or, and the situation of COVID made us have to cancel, um, uh, two of those 10 cities. So we only were able to have two this year. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of moving parts that go into these events. Um, we try to always find different perks and giveaway type things to to um, incentivize student participation. And I think we did that well this year by breaking our record of previous tents with 183 at our first tent city. And then I we had 100 and I think it was 64 in our in our second one or 157, I believe. But any but regardless, they were both great turnouts, great events. And it seems like the student the students really enjoyed having an opportunity to earn their spot and their seat in the kennel. So give us a little bit of an insight perspective. Obviously, Tent City, um, for anyone who's not able to follow the, the, the term Tent City, students you guys have, it's, is it bring your own tent and you reserve a space towards as close to the front of the line as possible? You got to bring all your own food. How, how does that work? Yeah, so in general, what happens is uh, we have the Tent City based on a weekend game. So like the game will be on a Friday or Saturday. So on that Wednesday, what Kennel Club does is we get a group of five to six people on the board and we'll hide somewhere on campus at like 9 a.m. So we pick the location that day. And then that on that Wednesday at 12.15 p.m., we'll send out a tweet with a location on campus. So anyone who wants to participate in, in Tent City can, whether you have a ticket or not. But it's usually people who would like to go to the game. You know, if you're, if you're spending the night out there, you want to earn something as a result. Um, but they, uh, the students who participate in 10 city then spread all across campus with their groups. And as soon as that tweet goes out, you run to that location and the order you arrive is then the, the tent number you receive, as well as the order you get led into the kennel come day, game day. So, um, essentially what happens is, uh, you receive your tent number and then come 10 city day, the day before the game, uh, you'll check in and you have to bring your own tent and we give you a little area within the field, uh, blocked off area of the field. Uh, that that becomes Tent City. So then you check in, you bring your own tent. Uh, in past years, we try to provide breakfast and dinner. Um, logistically, there are challenges with that. Feeding 700 students is, is no uh, easy task, especially with the limited we have here on the Kennel Club. Um, but we do the best we can 
For example, uh, at our first tent city, we had like a mechanical bowl oriented around the Texas game. And uh, we had like cowboy hats with the Gonzaga logo on it as some promotional items. And then in this last tent city, we just had, um, we, we did things like we had a shirt available. We got a 26 foot LED screen to show the last time we had played St. Mary's in anticipation to play St. Mary's. And we had a live band, we had a DJ. So the goal, um, the goal and where we're trying to take this event is really to make it an event. So in past years, it originated um, in 2006 because people would just tent out in front of the kennel and was like, hey, we should probably start regulating this a little bit. So we started to make it more of an actual event. And, um, and for a while there, it was kind of just kids pitching a tent in the field before the game, but we've really tried to uh, morph it and adapt it into a true event to have things to do for the day to, the day to come, good music all the, and everything in between. So um, it really is a great tradition here on campus and one that I'm sure we'll see uh, for generations to come. That, that's intense, uh, how that all comes together. I, I had a, a, a little bit of an understanding, but I didn't know um, just how many details go into it and how um, unique it is. And, and so for someone like me who's you know well-connected to the program, follows things pretty closely, that's a great uh, you know, kind of description of everything. So I appreciate that. But you know, one thing that you mentioned was you said there was a mechanical bull at the Texas game. There Did was. Drew Timmy by chance <laughs> come out the night before? And if so, is that why he had such a monster game against the Longhorns? <laughs> That's a great question. Unfortunately, the players were not able to come for the first game. I think with COVID and just it being the first 10 city, Mark Few in the athletics department was just a little hesitant to get the players out there. Um, so unfortunately, they didn't. But a lot of students got the opportunity to ride the bull. Amazingly, my very first time on, I had set the the record. Uh, like an hour into it going, I set the record for the longest to go. And I don't know how, but I guess it was just because uh, um, we were the guys behind the scenes planning it, got some inside information. But um, it, but the players do in general try to come to these tent cities. For example, at the St. Mary's one, we had um, our most recent on February 12th and 13th, or 11th and 12th. Um, the players came to hand out pizza on the first day. Uh, so there, there is an opportunity for the players to interact with the students, but unfortunately at that first one, the players weren't able to come. Oh, that's awesome though. That, that would have been a sight to behold. I'm sure, uh, that would have oh, been, yeah. you know, it probably would have went viral. So everybody would have had heard about it, had it happened. But, um, last question before I let you go, uh, there's a couple rumors of some pretty important guests returning for senior night. Uh, against Santa Clara. It sounds like Jalen Suggs is coming back again. Sounds like Corey Kispert's coming. And it sounds like uh, Killy, Killy and Tilly are coming. What type of reception are you guys preparing to give those guys? Hey, well, we had Jalen Suggs come uh, at the for the St. Mary's game, and it was absolutely ecstatic with the um, The second he showed his face, just the stadium erupted in the energy, and there was awesome. Um, Unfortunately, I, they have not released those details yet to even the Kennel Club. Um, I've heard those same rumors, but I can't officially confirm or deny any of them right now. I guarantee you, if we even see one of those faces, the arena is going to be rocking come Saturday. Well, Jason, I appreciate the time. Uh, the Kennel Club, you guys have been tremendous this year. I'm sure uh, you know a lot of it is due to not being able to go to games a season ago. A lot of it's due to um the ability to cheer on such a great team uh, such as they are this year but keep it up you know former players we appreciate it i know the fans appreciate it and thanks for jo joining gonzaga nation si thank you so much dan i really appreciate your time